Hope springs eternal in the human breast. Man never is, but always to be blessed. Alexander Pope. Just a good old boy, trying to be a good old man, out here learning on the fly, trying to do the best I Hello and welcome to the Faithful Fatherhood Podcast, the first episode of 2024. Happy New Year. Certainly, if you're listening to this at the start of the year, but whenever you are finding this episode, we ho- hope that you are having a great start to 2024. Perry, how has the year started off for you? How are you guys doing in the Hughes house- household? Doing fantastic, brother. This is the first year in many, m- probably as long as I can remember, that I was actually awake at midnight to welcome in the new year. Is that something that you do regularly, or are you at the age now where you're like, yeah, I'm over it. It's funny you say that because this is the first year maybe ever that I wasn't awake at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you need sleep. You're because sleep I need deprived. sleep. You take every chance you can get. We tried. <laughs> we have a great tradition recently where our kids go to grandma's house on New Year's Eve. Yep. So Melanie and I get some time to plan and reflect and we play games. We played some cards. You know, We eat some junk food, getting ready to ring in the New Year, uh, which is probably not the best thing to admit. But we just have, we just have a fun time with it. And we always just make it a point to at least stay up till 1201, you know, give each other a kiss and then immediately go to bed. Uh, but, but this year we looked at each other at about 1130 and we're like, yeah, like, why are we doing this? We just went to bed. And then of course (laughs) at like 1215, Revlin starts crying and I was up anyway because I had to go in and get her back to bed. You know, when you have a, a newborn soon, soon to be a one-year-old, um, you try to get as much sleep as you can. So no, we, we did not watch the ball drop. We did not actually stay up till midnight this year, but we're, up very early in 2024, celebrating the new year yeah. in our own way. <laughs> That's great. So I've got two teenagers that I think this is probably the first, well, it's got to be the first year that they've stayed up until midnight to welcome in the new year. We were in Florida on a little vacation. We often give our kids uh, adventure and trips or experiences for Christmas presents instead of more stuff. And so we have been down in Florida doing some freshwater springs paddling, which was an awesome adventure. We were down there with a couple different sets of friends. And on New Year's Eve this year, um, the moms in in the group went to bed early, man. They were just toast. They were done. They were like, good night. See ya. We'd had a long day of paddling that day and, and everybody was kind of worn out. And then the younger kids out of the crowd of two families, uh, we kind of, you know, nudged them off to bed about 1030. Um, and then the oldest teenagers, um, my two oldest sons just wanted to stay up till midnight and we were like, all right, cool. Uh, so Mark and I, the two dads, man, we were, it was like just an effort of the will to be like, (laughs) okay, we're going to stay awake. We were just playing pool, um, down in the basement of this rental house, having a great time. And at midnight we celebrated and said, woohoo. Gave each other some high fives and fifths, bumps and hugs and happy new years. And then we went outside and listened to some distant fireworks. And then we were like, all right, cool. High fives. Go to bed, kids. And we went and <laughs> crashed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a weird ritual. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, we looked at each other and we're like, well, what time is it in Sao Paulo? Or so, you know, we're like, it's got to be midnight yeah. somewhere. We're like, maybe we should yeah. just celebrate at 10 p.m. because it's midnight <laughs> somewhere and we'll just pretend we're in South America somewhere. Uh so it is exciting. It is 2024, the start of a new year. It's always exciting, hopeful, optimistic at the start of anything new and at the start of a new year, whether it's an arbitrary marking of time, you know, whatever it is, it's still important to think about the year ahead, to be intentional 
about the year ahead. And that's what we want to do. We want to spend some time on this episode to talk about how we, Perry and I, think about reflecting and planning what worked in 2023, what do we want to carry into 2024, what do we maybe want to do new and different in 2024, what sort of goals and and visions and hope do we have for the new year. And, And so we're going to share what we do, and we call it the Leave, Keep, and Start planning rubric. I don't I don't really know what what you would call it, but but that's kind of what we're going to label it and how we're going to label it is leave, keep and start. And so this is an exercise that I've already gone through certainly uh, with Melanie, my wife. We I mentioned that we do this on New Year's Eve and we spend some time going through this together for ourselves, our marriage, our family. And you could do it with respect to really anything, your family, your parenting, your fatherhood, your business, leave, keep, and start. And so we're going to dive into each of those, share some things that we're going to leave, keep, and start for 2024. But just sort of big picture, Perry, as you reflect on 2023, what kind of year was it? Like what what kind of reflection have you already done when you think about the previous year and you look forward to 2024? Yeah, so 2023 was an interesting year, you know, as I reflect on it and as I have reflected on it. It was a year of a of a lot of great change for us as a family in terms of our business and uh life structure. So, um you know, we had just sold our building that our gym operated in and we had started a um new venture in this well, the same venture. Let me start that over. That's all awful. So yeah, as I think back to 2023, it was a year of big change. We hired a director for our business for the first time ever. So Nancy and I have been in the gymnastics business for 20 years, and we have been owner operators for that entire time, had employees and staff. And this was the first year that we hired someone to be the director of the business and to really run it. And so Nancy and I have become more um, of the owner, but with with the lack of the operator side. So that freed up a lot of time for us. Um, and it's given us an opportunity to look forward with excitement as to how we're going to fill that time void. I'm not ready to just sit back and retire yeah, um, and not contribute or not produce. And so we're, I'm excited um, thinking forward as to many different ways to be uh, continuing to produce. And, you know, this Faithful Fatherhood Venture is one of the primary ways I'm going to lean into that, you know, moving forward. So you're a big change for us, you know, 20 years of doing the day-to-day to not having, to not being a part of all the day-to-day uh, is a big shift. Yeah, it's huge. And, and I wonder how much you envisioned that playing out in 2023 at the start of 2023. Do you remember what you said on this similar episode at the start of last year on the podcast? Cause we, we went through some reflection and planning stuff this time last year. Was that something, and I don't remember exactly what you said. It'd be fun to go back and re-listen to that episode. Right. Um, but was that your intention for the year was to set up the systems in place to free yourself up the way that you have? Absolutely. It's actually been my intention for many years. And it's funny how, you know, the Bible says that we roll the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. 
Uh, that's in Proverbs. And uh, Proverbs also says the horse is made ready for battle, but the Lord determines the victor. Meaning that we all have a big part to play in our own lives, but ultimately the big picture is is in the Father's hands. And so, yes, that is a life path or a reality that I, Nancy and I have both been actively pursuing for what feels like forever. <laughs> but God's timing is perfect and his ways are perfect. And so it has finally come to fruition. And it's actually great because a few years ago, I probably at some point was just ready to kick back and retire. God, I just want to go ride my motorcycle for four hours every day and, and you know, whatever. And um, so maybe that's part of the reason that the Lord didn't allow me that time freedom yet, because I may have misused it. And now I have a vision to um, be productive you know, in other pursuits. So yes, it is something we set out to do and the timing uh, worked out like it did. So here we are. Yeah. Very cool. The 2023 is the year that that all sort of came to a head. I will say, and actually before we dive into the leave, keep and start mm -hmm. is, is to acknowledge that. And I love the Proverbs that you cited that we can have all the plans in the world, but things don't always play out according to our own intentions, our own plans. And it's great to have those plans. It's important to set those plans though, in conjunction with the Lord, seek the Lord, get before the Lord, Lord, what do you want for my 2024? And so I would just encourage all men to yeah. be prayerful about that rather than just trying to come up on your own strength, your own will, your own thoughts, your own creativity, Lord, here's, here's what I'm going to do in 2024, but but Lord, what, what do you want for my year and, and how can I partner with you and what you're doing? And so certainly I think that is advisable, but even when we we lay out a vision we we think that we have in mind how the year's going to play out it's it's interesting looking back on on my life and and even just some of the most recent years how different they turned out th than what i envisioned at the beginning yeah. of the year yeah because yeah. a year's a long time things crazy things happen things happen that we never in a million years could have anticipated that sometimes derail our plans. And yeah. so there's always this balancing act at the beginning of the year, I feel like, between having vision, setting goals, figuring out what in an ideal world we would want things to look like in the year, and yet holding in balance the idea that things might not turn out that way at all. And I actually have a sense, and this we can go down this rabbit hole if you want a little bit. I'd, I'd be curious to hear your sure. thoughts on this. Um, that 2024 is not going to be a business as usual year. I mm. think, and I don't think I'm stepping out on any sort of limb in saying that, right? I think a lot of people that I have talked to, whether pastors, whether yeah. uh, j just friends, just anybody sort of in tune with the geopolitics of what's going on yeah. in the world, that I think I think there's a decent chance something majorly disruptive is going to happen in 2024. Yeah. Uh, whether it's economically, whether it's with the dollar, whether whether Jesus comes back, like literally, right. I think something completely unexpected is likely to happen. The thing is, we don't know what, we don't know the timing of that. And so you yeah. have to go into the year planning as if everything's just going to kind of be like normal. I got to keep growing my business. I've got to grow my family. I'm like, And yet also leaving room and holding 
out the possibility and planning for and preparing for a little bit the unexpected to the extent that you can plan for that. And so I will say that I think the 2024 is going to be a little bit weird in that sense, even as at the beginning of the year, I'm trying to think of my own leave, keep and start. What are your thoughts on all of that? I agree with you fully, 100%. Um, I feel like the Lord, well, I don't feel like the Lord prompted me in the in the night one night, maybe a few months ago. Um, with, with a very similar, you know, a very similar message, you know? Um, and I think there's a lot of ways we can run with that. You know, I think the the Lord basically, you know, told me get ready and I didn't get a lot more, um, from him than that. And so it's easy for my, you know, paranoid mind or fear mind to set in and go, Oh no, Oh no. And get into you know a fearful mindset, a negative mindset, a a worrisome mindset. You can go down that rabbit hole. What's going to happen globally? What's going to happen politically? What's going to happen economically? Oh no, fear, 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 fear. Right? Yep. Um, or we can get in the mindset of, well, how do I get ready for anything that's coming? And I think that the best way to get ready is to sit at the feet of Jesus and and seek his face to dive into the scripture and understand him better to know him more clearly to walk with him more closely to uh, be bold in the pursuit of Christ daily more so than i have in the past and so yeah i think definitely uh, I, I agree with you i have that nudging i have that inclination that intuition that you know heads up that hey something's up you know, and it might not be what we think it's going to be, you know, um, I'm certainly not trying to predict anything for the future. You know, I'm not making any kind of claims, but I do think that there's something in the air. Uh, and I, I will say, I don't know what it is for sure. <laughs> but being prepared, right? We've, we've had that same yeah. word. And in fact, God gave us a very clear vision a couple of years ago that we are uh, to be a lifeline. When things go sideways, and I believe that they will, whether it happens in 2024 or not, that we are not to go down with the ship, that we are to be a lifeline for others. And I believe believe that's part of our calling as well and part of what we are trying to plan for, not just purely a you know, a prepper mentality we're going to stockpile a bunch right. of food and all you know I, and i think that's prudent and we've done some of that we've really been intentional in growing a huge garden to where we can provide for our family if necessary and uh, we have chickens and you know we've done some of that to certainly try to sure. prepare for our family but but even outside our family how are we supposed to be a lifeline for others in in a dark world and that's really what that's we're right. called to as followers of Christ is to be a light in a dark place. And I actually believe that that's what we're doing here with faithful fatherhood as well is trying to show men how to, how to be the best fathers to steward their families well, to prepare their kids for hard times. You know, we were born for just such a time as this. And so I love what you said. It's not to be a fearful thing. It's not to be a, Oh, I need to, I need to go inward. I need to protect. I need to hold close quite the opposite. We need to be open-handed and, and how can we steward God's resources? as well? How can we flow with him and what he's doing? Because no matter what happens in 2024, it's not going to be a surprise for God. And that's what we always have to remind ourselves as well, is that no matter what happens, he's not surprised by any of it. It's all part of his plan anyway. 
the question becomes, how can we partner with him in it? What role do we have to play in it? And I think that's absolutely something to think about and be prayerful about at the start of 2024 as well. A hundred percent. And as we look to the future, I think for me personally, I used to go deep down the prepper rabbit hole. You know, this is years and years and years ago when, uh, when Barack was, uh, Obama was first elected. Um, I used to go deep down that rabbit hole of prepper. And I think for me, um, it was almost a form of idolatry because, and I'll, and I'll try to elaborate on how, but it's self idolatry because as a younger man, I, and as I would try to get in the mindset of how to be prepared for calamity, you have all these visions and, and scenarios play out in your mind. At least I did anyway. And during all these different scenarios and, and, and visions in the mind, it's me against the world or me fighting for my family or me. And it's how is Perry going to handle all this? Right. And it's never this mindset of Perry and God together are going to walk through this tragedy, calamity, you know, economic crash, what, whatever it looks like. And so for me, it was all, almost this form of, of self-idolatry and, and kind of puts God out of the picture. And so as we think forward to get ready, as we think forward to goals and objectives for 2024, as we think forward to leave, keep, start, I think that's the mindset that I'm going to adopt. And that's the mindset I want to encourage the listeners to adopt is how am I going to walk through this upcoming year hand in hand, in stride with what God Almighty, Yahweh, the one true God, is already doing and has planned for me. How am I going to, how am I going to walk with him through this year? And that's the mindset that I, you know, I'm stepping into the beginning of a new year with. And I'm, I know that you are as well. That's right. I definitely am. And hopefully you, this wasn't necessarily the direction I thought we were going to go with this episode. Right. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully. But hey, like that proverb says, we, we roll the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. So we've kind of meandered down this rabbit hole that neither one of us were planning on getting down, but here we are. Well, but it's been encouraging to me. Literally, it's been, yeah. it's been good to think about some of this, to hear your perspective on it. And hopefully for the listeners, you know, it, maybe this isn't something you guys have even thought about. Hopefully it's not, hopefully we haven't right. scared you to even think, oh my gosh, wait, something might happen in 2024. I, like I said, I don't think, I think everybody sort of feels something in the air. Th- a, it's an election year in the United States. We remember how right. that went four years ago. You know, are right. we ready for another COVID? Like what? Some, it just seems like something's in the air. Clearly things economically are, cha- are challenging. And so again, it's nothing earth shattering, I think that we're saying, right. but it is important just to factor it into our planning. But with that said, there's every chance as well that it will be December 31st, 2024, and it has been business as usual. The stock market right. goes up, stock market goes down, yeah. Like, yeah. but mostly sure. things have sort of just progressed. We have a new president-elect in the United States. If you're in another country, like whatever's going on in your country as you're listening to this, and uh, maybe things are good in your family, maybe things happen in your family. We can never predict health crises. God forbid we pray for health and, and safety for everybody listening to this. But, but life just sort of happens as usual. And we want to think about that as well. So there's every chance that that will happen in 2024. And towards that end, I want to think about planning for the new year and reflecting on the previous year the way that I often do at the start of the year. And so let's dive into that, right? So so we talk about leave, keep, 
and start, and we'll sort of explain each one. I think they're fairly self-explanatory as we discuss them. But leave, the first one, is this idea of thinking about what didn't serve you well in the previous year. It's okay to acknowledge that. Nothing's ever perfect. Sometimes you try something and it just doesn't work. Uh, maybe you... Maybe something that has worked really, really well for you for years in the past just isn't serving you well. Maybe your family dynamics have changed. Maybe something that worked with your younger kids aren't working for your teenage kids. Like whatever it is, it's okay to say, you know what? I want to leave this behind. I'm leaving behind cancer. I'm leaving behind uh, a failed business. Like whatever it is, what didn't work well for you in 2023 that we want to intentionally leave behind. So that's the idea there. Uh, so anything come to mind for you with leave? Absolutely. The first thing that comes strongly to my mind is consumerism. And so this is, uh, we talked about it as we were driving home from Florida because we kind of did a little time with our family. Hey, let's talk about some goal setting for 2024. We had a, this 12 hour ride to talk about it all. And I shared some of mine with my kids and this was one of them. And, uh, you know, one of my kids is like, well, how are you going to not eat food? You know, like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, <laughs> consuming doesn't necessarily mean, all, it does mean eating and drinking, but that's not the only thing it means. But let me elaborate. I want to leave behind consumerism for consumerism's sake. So sometimes it's important to consume, you know, um, I need to gain some knowledge because I want to teach something to my kids. I need to gain some knowledge because I want to start this new business. I want to consume, you know, right? We have we can't just be completely non-consumers. You got to consume something. But I do believe that uh for many of us, myself included, the the jaws of excessive consumerism, the jaws of the consumer trap are are big and wide and want to suck us in. Uh, and you know, our society is kind of wired for that. Uh, so I'm trying uh, and I'm, I've set the, the aim to just lay down consumerism as much as possible this year. And if I'm going to consume, it's going to be for the purpose of producing, if that makes sense. So I talk with my kids about being on team consumer or team producer as a way to kind of uh, articulate that. And so if I'm going to consume, then I want to consume for the purpose of creating if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Is this just something that you have felt stirring in your heart or is it in direct response to a feeling that you overconsumed in 2023 where did you make a major, you know, luxury purchase that you're regretting? Not not to put you on the spot, but is it uh, sure. in response to things that didn't serve you well from a consumer standpoint in 2023? Well, it is Yes and no. So I don't know that it's necessarily a direct result from that, but I definitely, as I reflect back on 2023, made consumer purchases that in hindsight, I'm like, oh, shouldn't have done that. Right. So, you know, as the listeners may or may not know, if you've been with us for a while, you know, we, me and my family took a big trip out West this year. It was incredible. We made tons of memories, but I made the mistake of selling my perfectly good daily driver, uh, pickup truck, and buying a specific truck for this big trip, buying a specific camper for this big trip. And it's not, you know, we're not moving to becoming a full-time travel family. And so it turns out that that wasn't the best idea. We bought the truck, bought the camper, sold the camper, sold the truck, 
lost money on both of those deals. And in hindsight, I wouldn't have done it like that, you know? Um, so yes and no, it's just something that's been on my heart to become less of a consumer, but I also screwed it up in 2023. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. But, but I love what you said and I like your wording on it. Pr producers versus consumers. The way I talk about it and think about it is, uh, are you taking from the world or are you making deposits back into the world? And, uh, you know, I, th I think the consumerism mentality is what can I get from the world? What can the world give to me? It's a me, yeah. me, it's a take, take, take. It's a, yeah. how can I get more? Um, and, and I think flipping that into more of a mindset of it's, it's okay to take what you need yes. as long as you're then giving back and depositing and ideally depositing more back into the world than you are taking from the world, whether that's um, literally producing things, gadgets, food, like overproducing from our garden so that we can share it with our neighbors, uh, selling excess eggs from our chickens, that type of right. stuff. Um, or even just the mentality uh, it could be recycling, making sure that you're, you're doing something positive with what you are consuming, trying to, trying to restore some of that could be planting trees, like wh whatever it is. I mean, there's lots of ways to think about it as business owners. It's, it's giving employment, it's giving jobs to other people. So just that mentality I love of, of making deposits back into the world and trying to make your deposits bigger than your withdrawals. You're going to have to withdraw. We do have to consume as That's you right. suggested. Uh, but I, I love that switch of mentality for 2024. Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited about it. And I'm very excited to make that uh, intentional and deliberate shift in my own way of process so that then I can help my children walk in that as well. You know, and not just my children, but uh, not just my birth children, but, but, you know, anyone that is within my sphere of influence that I might be able to help influence others to uh, move into that path as well. So it's a twofold objective, my own life improvement, and then also the ability to lead others in that same line of improvement. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Well, what about you? As you look back, um, you know, are there, are there things that you are, that are glaringly obvious, like, whoa, definitely need to leave this behind? Yes and no. There's there's nothing huge that I can point to that's absolutely, I need to absolutely leave this behind. And yet, I don't think very much worked for us in our family in 2023. And so- Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really weird. Melanie and I spent a lot of time talking about this. We aren't thrilled with sort of the, the way things were going within our family at the end of the year in terms of, in terms of systems, in terms of how things are sort of running within our family and, and not to get into the weeds of it, but even just how the chores work and the different responsibilities of the family. I, 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 you know, listeners will know we started homeschooling last year. That didn't really go all that well. Um, right. You know, we're, and I thought about leaving that behind. I thought that was almost something that I was going to point to as, well, we tried that and it didn't work. Like I'm leaving homeschooling behind. We have decided to carry homeschooling into the rest of this year. We're going to do the second semester uh, and then kind of maybe reevaluate the summer and see if that's something we want to continue next school year. Um, right. 
so what does all that look like? But like the way we're doing homeschool isn't really working. And so I'm not leaving it behind, but we have to change something. We have to do it sure. differently. And so, you know, it's, I don't know, it was just a really weird year. So Revelin was born. That That's one of the high, that, the highlight. Yeah. That's certainly the great yeah. blessing that came into our family in 2023. But she sort of dominated our family life. Anybody who has young kids, you just sort of get wrapped up in that world. You're not sleeping a whole lot. You're keeping a human being alive. Your attention yeah. shifts away from things that maybe need and deserve your attention onto that little life for better or for worse. Maybe we just didn't do that really well, but it just sort of created a situation where I feel like certain balls got dropped a little bit and just the way we were doing things just didn't work well for our family. And so we're, we're going to implement some new things, some new systems, some new ways of doing things. And so again, it's, there's a lot I want to leave behind and it's not necessarily that I want to leave them behind. It's just that I sort of want to do things a little bit differently, if that makes sense. Um, but I will say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, but, but, and and here's where I do want to settle for a moment is I want to actually take this a slightly different direction because I've always thought about leave, keep, and start where the leave piece is what do you want to leave behind? And that's how I certainly explained it. That's how I set the stage. That's what you talked about is leaving it behind. But as I was praying about this just a few days ago, as I was doing it for myself and then with Melanie, I felt this very strong conviction. Uh, and, and really, I just felt like the Lord was saying, don't think about leave as what you want to leave behind in 2023. But instead, what sort of legacy do you want to leave in 2024? And so yeah. that's just a new direction that I want to take with the word leave this year. And it might only be a this year thing. I don't really know. But that's something I want to just talk about for a second and really pass on to you as the listener is to maybe recalibrate your thinking on that. And and it it was solidified. My it was solidified for me just a couple of days ago. Melanie shared with me something that she just found out about a personal growth coach that we follow, uh, a guy who has has really been an unbelievable blessing in the world. He's he's got a huge following. He's written some books. He's got a mastermind. Uh, you know, he's 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 one of those guys that. Um, he, he's just making a difference out in the world and has for decades, really. Um, and he just he just announced he 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 was actually traveling with his his son over Christmas break, spending some time with his kids, uh, out having sort of a vacation with his son. And he started to get a pain in his abdomen and thought maybe it was a gallbladder issue or was appendicitis, something something. And he flew home and um, went to the doctor, and turns out. It was advanced stage four pancreatic cancer, and he's got like days to live. And so, you know, he sh he shared this with his followers. He he put out a video about this, and it's just it's just a sobering reality that things can change on a dime. He here he thought he was this Ooh. healthy, you know, middle aged yeah. man with lots of good years ahead of him, and he's potentially got days or weeks left. But here's what mm. he said. He had a very interesting perspective on it. He's he's a man of faith. He had a good perspective on the whole thing. Obviously, that's got to be a very sobering reality to have hit home. But but what he said is, and this is what sort of solidified my thinking on this, uh, even before this guy shared this in his video, this idea of leaving a legacy is he talked about how he's obviously started immediately reflecting on his life. 
And what he has realized for himself is that he is already seeing and has already seen his legacy even while he's still alive. That he has already created his legacy within his family. He has already seen his legacy playing out in his kids and their growing families, in his business, in the lives that he has touched, the lives that he has changed. Things that he can literally point to and say, this is the legacy that I am leaving and I feel good about it. Mm. And there isn't this huge, he said, there isn't this huge bucket list of things that he was waiting to do one day when he retires. Like he has done those things. He's been intentional with his life and traveling with his wife and learning new things and experiencing life as he has been living it. He hasn't been one of these people that works 60 hours a week until he's 65 and a half and can retire and hope that he has enough health to enjoy his remaining days. Like he doesn't have all of those regrets because he has lived out his legacy as he has been living. And to me, I'm like, man, that's powerful. I, I want that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and I think I'm doing some of that for sure. Sure. But I want to be doing more of that. And so as I think about 2024 yeah. – I'm thinking about what legacy do I want to leave? What what can I deposit in the lives of my kids? What what is my legacy with my wife going to be? If I got that news today and we're no longer on this earth a week from now, what would she think about me? What would my legacy with my wife be? Am I leaving any sort of legacy with my business or am I just punching the clock, getting a paycheck? you know, and hoping that I've saved enough for retirement. And so it's just a mentality. It's not a mentality shift because it's sort of the way that I think listeners will know that this is very much the way that I think and have been trying to be intentional about the way that I run my business and so forth. But I want more of that. I want to be very conscious about the legacy that I'm leaving starting in 2024 for however many days, weeks, months, and years that I have left on this earth. Yeah, man, that's big time. That's big time. I love that. So, so take that for whatever what it's worth. However you think about leave, whether you're leaving something behind in 2023 or thinking about the legacy you want to leave in 2024, let's transition to keep because hopefully there were some good things in 2023 that you want to keep doing, that you want to carry forward into 2024. That's the idea of the keep piece of this. So for you, Perry, what do you want to keep doing or keep in 2024 from 2023? Sure. One of the things that comes to mind is just simple, uh, but I, it is a good thing. Um, on our big adventure this past summer, the bo- my oldest boys and I did a hundred push-ups a day challenge while we were on adventure, and so it was awesome because I, physical fitness and exercise has been a part of my life for a, a long time, um, ever since I was college age. You know, so over twenty years now. Uh, but this was unique and fun because it was a specific kind of accountability group between me and my two oldest sons. And so throughout the day, we would just check in, hey, man, where are you at? How are you doing? What number are you at today? And that was really fun. And it was in full effect while we were on our trip. And then we got home to the day-to-day, and it kind of fell apart. So I am keeping that um, tradition of 100 push-ups a day with my two oldest sons that we did on our trip. And then I'm going to just extend it to, you know, the aim and the goal is to do every single day of 2024 
that each of us will hit that hundred push-up wow. day, um, and not miss a single day. And then we're gonna not only are we gonna keep that, but we're gonna build on it, and we're gonna do a hundred push-ups, and then we're gonna also do fifteen pull-ups. And so the aim is gonna be a hundred pull-ups. I mean, excuse me, a hundred push-ups and fifteen pull-ups every day for 2024 but the 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 step back in the big picture of that is i'm going to be doing something physically active with my oldest two kids and we're going to be engaging in this together and helping keep each other accountable in that process so i'm really it's going to be awesome i'm super stoked about it cool i th- I, I like that enough that i think maybe i'll I'll raise that as something that see if Jackson wants to do that with me. I know he he's big into trying to do pull-ups, sit-ups, push-ups, and stuff like that. He just kind of does them in his room, but I like the idea of being sure. intentional and having the accountability piece and checking in and do it, doing it together and, and keeping track of that. So that's awesome. How about cold plunging? I know one of the last episodes we did at the end of 2023, you talked about how that's something you've started doing for yourself. How did your polar plunge, by the way, go at Christmas? Because I know that's one of your Christmas traditions. And is that something you're going to keep doing in, in the new year? I'm definitely going to keep doing it. I love it. Uh, it feels great. It's energizing. I think the the science behind it, it, it you know, proves that it's a worthwhile experience. Um, and yes, I'm definitely going to keep doing that. I'm not going to, I have not set out to say I will cold plunge every day, but it is going to be uh, a regular practice. You know, I would anticipate, you know, on the low end of things, two or three days a week, and on the high end of things, you know, six or seven days a week on some of the more active weeks of doing it. Nice. Uh, but I love doing it. And the polar plunge at Christmas was pretty easy because it was a warm day and um, the pool water was nowhere near as cold as the creek water behind my house, you know. So it kind of seemed the polar plunge seemed easy. <laughs> hey, but at least you did it. Well, for us, I think, you know, I already alluded to the fact that not a whole lot worked well for us in 2023. So there's not there's not a whole lot that I want to keep doing. We're going to try to revamp a, a fair bit in the new year. Although, I will say that I will keep being intentional as a father. So so bringing it back to fatherhood, you know, I physical fitness, things like that. That's always been important. I can keep working out, keep trying to eat well. So I, I guess from that standpoint, those are all just, those are just life values. I mean, those are things, Given. it's not yeah. like, it's not even a question whether, it's not like all of a sudden I'm just going to start sitting on the couch and eating pizza and cheeseburgers all day long and not exercising. So I'll keep being me. I'm going to keep sure keep my values as, as a human being in terms of what's important to me in terms of health and fitness and all of that type of stuff. But from a fatherhood standpoint, I, I will keep being being intentional. You know, I'm going to keep showing up in the lives of my kids. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep trying to figure things out. You know, ultimately I think that's what it means to be a faithful father is if something's not working for you with one of your kids, try something different. If some, you know, if, if one of your kids becomes a teenager and now is showing up in the world differently, how do I now interact with him in a way that's life-giving for both of us? How do I, how do I just figure it out? Like I'm going to keep trying to figure it out. I'm going to keep, keep learning, keep growing. You know, listeners will know that um, our older two boys are adopted. They have some some trauma issues that are showing up in different ways right now. I'm trying to learn more about that. I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep reading books. I'm going to keep talking to people. I'm going to keep, you know, trying to learn and figure out and and be the best father that I can be. And that's all that we can really do, you know, is is adapt and and flow with our families 
kind of with where they are in time and space. And and I'm just going to keep doing that. Like I'm not giving up no matter what, no matter how challenging things get. I'm going to keep being intentional. I'm going to keep being a faithful father. And we're going to keep faithful fatherhood going, by the way. In fact, that's something we're yeah. going to start doing is, is scaling that up and going in new directions with faithful fatherhood. But But this podcast is certainly something that we're going to keep doing in 2024 as well. Yeah, that's awesome, brother. I love that. And that's such a testimony to who you are is a person of a growth mindset, you know, and I hear that, I kind of hear that as the theme and what you're going to keep doing, right? Because what is physical fitness? It's about growth, you know, Uh, it's not just about maintaining what is um, intellectual, you know, gaining intellectual knowledge. It's, it's growth. What is Re- adapting or reacting to a, a change in life of because of our family structure or our kids' development or growth, you know, or, or whatever. That's all. It's all growth mindset, and I I know you to be uh, a man who greatly values growth mindset, and so it's exciting to to hear that be the kind of underlying current, you know, behind what you're going to keep doing is keep being a man of growth mindset. Yeah, thank you. I think that's a good way to reframe that for sure. And finally, that brings us to start. So we're going to leave some things behind potentially. We're definitely going to leave a legacy in our families in 2024. We're going to keep doing some things and we might need to start doing new things, start doing something for the first time, maybe starting a business, maybe whatever it is for you, Perry, what comes to mind when you think about something you want to start doing in the new year? Sure. So in terms of um, fatherhood, one of the Two of the things that I want to start doing that go right along with the growth mindset is start being intentional about getting into the Bible on a daily basis with my kids. Um, frankly, we did the the pre Christmas um, challenge, and, and I feel like I I've dropped the ball on that. I failed at that. I didn't do as well as I wanted to do. We didn't get as far through the book as um, I had anticipated. Um, so that's one thing that I want to start doing with success this year is to be in the Bible daily as a part of um, the school. We homeschooled the kids, and so that's going to be a part of the school process with my kids. Um, I'm really excited about that. And then we're also going to start studying Spanish as a family. I'm very excited about that. I think it's a valuable tool to have in the toolbox, uh, uh, knowing another language. It's great on what that's going to do for the brain, but I think it's also just a fun and practical thing. And I've got big visions and hopes of growth for the future. One day, you know, we've got a retreat location down in Central America, and we we have you know fathers and kids coming for surf camp and ministry and and mountain biking and jungle hikes and all these types of things. I can see that in the in the future of. Um, Faithful fatherhood, some kind of retreat location, and man, just because I have a passion for tropics, yes, that's one of the places I want it to be. <laughs> so, if we're going to have some place down there in a few years or ten years or however many years down the road, man, I should I should get better at speaking Spanish. So, and I want my family to get better at it too. So that's kind of a fun one. Cool, I love that, and I'll, I'll expect you to to start to speak a little Spanish on the podcast here in a few months and say a few words. I, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. For me, there are a lot of things that I want to start doing in the new year. 
specifically with respect to faithful fatherhood. And we'll we'll bring you guys in on some of the vision that we have and things that we are going to start doing as part of the faithful fatherhood community when it makes sense to do that and to introduce some of those things. But in terms of my own family, one of the things that I want to start doing more of is praying for my kids, not just with them. Yeah. To really, to speak life into them audibly throughout the day, but but to in quiet solitude, just pray fervently for my kids. I think I, think I have sort of slipped into the bad habit of overparenting my kids. And maybe mm. this is this is something that I would leave behind if I were going to point to something that that I might want to leave behind. It's this idea that I can lecture them into, you know, right thinking or lecture certain character issues out of them or, you know, help my teenagers just be, you know, get over their childhood trauma issues if I can just do, do, do. But ultimately, it's it's up to God. God can change them. God can help them grow. It's it. They're God's anyway, not mine. If that makes sense. And so, it's a shift of mentality, and it's it's doing less of me, which is kind of a weird thing to say, right? As their father, I feel like. I feel like to a certain standpoint, if I just father them better, if I show up better as a father, I can help them through all of their issues. We, But but I want less of me and more of God in 2024, yeah. if that makes sense, and trust yep. God to help them through their issues. Help Trust God to shape their character. Trust God with how they show up in the world. And that's got to start with prayer. And so I just want to start being so much more intentional and so much more uh, diligent and consistent with getting before the Lord literally every single day and just praying for them. And then yes. letting that just be it. Not then finishing my prayer, saying amen, and then immediately going and scolding my kids or nitpicking them or pointing out all the things they're doing wrong and lecturing them. Like, no, just just let God, just let God do more in 2024 and pray for them consistently. So that's, that's the main thing that I want to start doing this year. Man, that's awesome. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to adopt that too. Uh, and, and lean into that big time. So, yeah, thank you. So, so that's a little bit on leave, keep and start. And I think that's, that's all I've got, you know, hopefully, hopefully this conversation has been helpful for you guys thinking about how to reflect on the previous year plan for the coming year. Perry, anything else you want to mention either for leave, keep, or something you're going to start in the new year as we sort of wrap up this conversation and and head uh, headlong, I guess I would say, into sure. 2024? <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited this year. You know, as I mentioned earlier on this episode, we've we've worked ourselves out of our job and we're going to be leaning more into growing the faithful fatherhood community. And then I'm also going to be leaning more into uh, growing a new little business as kind of a springboard business for uh, JP, my oldest son, to get a start from. And so we're going to be doing, we're going to do a fishing charter company this summer, just inshore. That's going to be really fun. I'm getting ready to start studying to get my captain's license so that I'll be, you know, go through all the preparations and legal requirements to 
um, you know, be for hire uh, on a boat on, you know, waterways. So that's kind of just a fun, practical, exciting thing to do that I'm leaning into. Um, looking forward to this year is going to be really fun. Um, but, you know, on a deeper level, I'll circle back to, because as you were talking about, you know, less of, of me and more of God in 2024 and, you know, the overparenting and all that, one thing that did come to my mind that I want to um, add to that is asking questions. You know, I'm going to, I want to, I want to lean more into answering questions with questions um, as a father. And I think that's going to help me do less overparenting, less lecturing, less, you know, that style of, of fathering that I want to continue to move away from and, 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 and leave behind and do more of uh, leadership that was Christ-like. You know, he was the king of questions. Um, he oftentimes answered questions with questions. And that's kind of a fun, mysterious thing about the way Jesus operated and operates. And so I'm going to lean into that as well and do uh, do more of that. I've tried it in the past. So it's not necessarily starting something new, but um, it's continuing that journey and that growth of becoming more and more like Christ in my own personal day-to-day operations, as well as, you know, my fatherhood journey. So asking questions is going to be a thing for me this year too. Well, with that, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Faithful Fatherhood Podcast. Lots of exciting things in store, exciting guests that we have lined up, topics to discuss. So make sure that you have us bookmarked. Make sure that we are appearing in your feed every time we drop new episodes. And we will talk with you again soon. We hope that this year is truly blessed for you. We hope that it is a year of health and prosperity. Hopefully, there are no major calamities, and we look back on December 31st, and that everything that you have set intentions to do, you have accomplished and achieved within your family, of course, with God's help. So with that, we will wrap up and talk with you again soon. Take care, everybody, and be blessed. (laughs) 